Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Our pleasure to uh, bring in the one and only Fred Smoot. Mouth of the South via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, be the books. Download the BetQL app today. Afternoon, Fred. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Jack, man. How you doing, brother? Good. Uh, did you see the team tweeted out the left hand up today off Spotify? Oh, did they really? Yes. You know, you know what? Thinking about a left hand up, it was the uh, left hand up of one Deron Payne that actually knocked that ball out for Fuller to catch it because he was really? actually beat. Yeah, he was actually beat on that play. And that that's the difference. That's the inch from a touchdown and losing the game mm-hmm. and the fact that we had the game-closing interception. And it was a left hand up. So, yeah, I'm rocking with it. All right, now I'm going to bust your balls here. Um, you need to go back and watch our post game because I said this very thing to you the other day on the concourse during the game post game, and you fell out laughing, and now you're running my material on my show to me. Unbelievable. Unbe- only Fred Smoot would do something like this. Unbelievable. Hey, hey, I, I, all I can say, maybe my CTE, I don't know what it is, but I don't remember that you said it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember the stuff you get wrong. You don't remember the stuff you're borrowing from other people that you work with. Thank you. That's fine. I heard you say this the other day of Grant and Danny, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he is a relentless thief. A relentless thief. Hey, man, that's you, Jack, man. Uh, Like I say, sometimes I think you forget who actually come up with the material sometimes. uh I got video. It's on the YouTubes. You can go check it out. All right, let's get to this. Um, Taylor Heineke. Look, the people that support Taylor Heineke really support Taylor Heineke. I get it. And I'm not saying yeah. he should be replaced, but I do think there is room for improvement, Fred. He's had reps. He's got people around him that he's never had before. He's got a lot more going for him than he did last year, for example. Uh, what what can they do to help him get better? What does he need to do to make sure that you know they can continue to win down the stretch here? Uh, what would you like to see from him? Uh, did I hear you talk about uh, Sam Cosme earlier? Mm-hmm. The, the fact that Sam Cosme has been working at... Yeah. All right, now, now th- that opens up everything because I've been saying Sam Cosmic should be a guard right. uh, a year ago. 
And the one thing that allows you to do now, y'all been wondering why we haven't been bootlegging or running to the outside and stuff like that. Now you got a guard that's athletic enough to get out there and take on linebackers, safeties, and corners and don't miss. And that's what you're missing with Trey Turner. As good as he's played, the one thing we can't do is move the pocket with him in there because he's not athletic. Now saying Cosmic gives you that ability to do some of that. Now what we need from our guy Heineke is, we just need you to protect the ball. Now, he's going to think about Heineke. Out of 25 passes per game, he's going to give the offense, I mean, the defense two or three times to get their hands on the ball. We need that to decrease. We need him to, to one, protect the ball, and two, we need him to make the routine throws like he has been making. But at one point, at one point in each of these games that's coming up and playoff games, he's going to have to make that critical throw. Now, he's going to have to make that critical throw, and he's going to have to make it count. And it can't be a YOLO ball. It's going to have to be a ball with precision and a ball that he that goes exactly where he wants it to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ryan Clark was talking about the commanders the other day on ESPN, and he, he was saying how, you know, was, a lot of things are great, but he did say, sign me up for playing against a quarterback that does some of the things Taylor Heineke does. And, I, you know, I, I, can, I can see that. I mean, again, the one on Sunday was so bizarre – because uh, all you see is white jerseys, and you got the two guys right in front of you, one to your right, one to your left, that are wide the heck open, and you're just trying mm. to get in the field goal range at that point. You know, you're just trying to get yeah. into range for Joey Sly. You didn't need to do anything crazy. Well, the thing about it is he struggles when he th- tries to throw across the middle. Yeah. All right? and, 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 and it has a lot to do with him not understanding what coverage they're in. Like when he throws across the middle, and it has a lot to do with his height, and that's why he needs sure. to start to throw in between the linemen, like I said, instead of trying to throw uh, on top of them. And those those Drew Brees lanes, like he has to learn those throwing lanes to get him uh, a, a true vision of where he's looking at. And sometimes when he's in shotgun, I love it when he not only takes the shotgun snap and not sit in the pocket, I love it when he takes two extra steps back. That gives him even more vision and vision range. And that's what he needs to do. He needs to understand he's 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 not the tallest guy in the world, but at the end of the day, you gotta realize if he loses two games, I don't think they'll hesitate to put Carson Wentz back in there and still run the same offense. And when I say run the same offense, when Carson was in there, they was actually throwing the ball forty times a game. Right. What I had to ask him, I said, What happened when Carson come back and they still throw the ball only twenty five and run it? Can Carson make that big them two or three big throws? I think he can, but you know, there's not a he not there, but we know what's going on here. Well, you know, that's exactly how the the um you know, Colts were trying to play last year with him, and they did to some success, some degrees of success. They ran the heck out of the ball, de-emphasized Carson uh, for a good stretch of that season. I think some of his their biggest wins, Patriots, Bills, were Carson Wentz barely threw the football. Uh, so, I mean, you know, and again, different kind of style offense, but it is an interesting thing, and I'm sure, in, like, Ron Rivera's got everything planned. Uh, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility if he doesn't get what he wants out of it. All right, let me ask you this. The um, – the, uh, the Commanders this weekend face a guy we've joked about who is you know terrible against everybody except for the Commanders for some reason. <laughs> yeah, um, we do. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> I mean, Daniel yeah. Jones. I looked it up last night. I think he's five and one. Um, his his percentages, everything about him is different against the Commanders. What the heck is the deal with that? And uh, you know what can they do to make sure he isn't the Daniel Jones versus Washington? Uh, you know this Sunday as he has been in years past. I think more or less we just when we played Daniel Jones, we would focus so much on Saquon Barkley that we will forget that he can run the ball and I don't think he can surprise us with that anymore. And the fact that we're catching him where they you know, 
we've had the luck of the draw when it came to injuries this year. You know, for for the most part, we've been pretty much a healthy football team. And we're dealing with a football team that's been lost a lot of their firepower, a lot of the blocking, a lot of a little bit of everything. So at the end of the day, now the emphasis is Daniel Jones. Now you ask me, how do we beat them? Force Daniel Jones to beat you out of the pocket. Force him to beat you throwing. And I think then we have a chance to win. And you got to ask yourself, are you okay with splitting with the Giants? We, we play them in a baseball-type format where we play them this week. We, we get the bye week in, in, at the end of the year, and then we play them again. Yeah, it is weird. It is a weird setup. Um, and it, look, this next three weeks for the Giants is kind of do or die. It's all three division play, division teams. Um, I don't think the Commanders could afford to go 0 for 2, but I think they could split and still be very much okay because uh, 10's going to get you in, I think. I, mean, I think 10, I don't know how you look at this, but I think 10 wins will get you in. Uh, you know, 9, you might, you're going to have to probably be sweating at the scoreboard a little bit, but I think 10 would help you. Mm-hmm. No, I think 10 gets you in, and I think the one thing about this, and I keep saying this to people, we're built, and that's why nobody wants to we, – we're one of the few teams nobody wants to play. We're built for December. We're built for January. We're built for the playoffs. And the way you win in the playoff is running. Everybody say this is a throwing league. Yeah, until it's time to win. Now, when it's yeah. time to win, you have to rely on a running game and a good defense and a quarterback that can make the three or four or five throws you need them to make at the end of the game. We built very similar to the 49ers, and I said that, and I do believe that. And the only thing about it is we might not have a Trent Williams, but other than that, yeah. we got the same makeup. And, and we can grind it out and we can force your quarterback to watch a game and make it a boring game. And we can come in this out physical you. And that's what you need at that time of year. So we, we're going to see what we are in these next four or five weeks. Uh, Fred Smith's with us here on Burgundy Gold Today, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. So you kind of stole my thunder there. I mean, the NFC is not full of fearful opponents. They beat the Eagles in, in on their turf. They you know played a game that they're very much in against your Vikings. Uh, it's really the 49ers are kind of the unknown, right? Because like, you just don't yeah. know what kind of health they're going to be. It looks like when they're all together well, they're the best team potentially. And we know they have the track record of being there and, and being a pain in the ass in the postseason. But it's not a – you know, again, there's no Mahomes, there's no Burrow, you know, there's no Josh Allen in this conference right now that's, that's uh, playing well, Jack, I can say it is. That game against the 49ers, ugh, that's going to be a body bag game. You, that's going to be a physical game. Whoever leaves that game uh, intact uh, with the with the least injuries, that's going to be the team that I think going to make a deep run. All right? Because that's going to be a physical game. I'm talking about when I say physical, uh, that game might last two and a half hours, Jack. It's going to be a very fast game. And like I say, they got a Samuels. We got a Samuels. He can run out the backfield. Ours can run out the backfield. We pretty much got uh, the same exact team. And like I say, that's going to be a team. I mean, an old-fashioned 1980s uh, Washington 49ers game. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think it uh, will be interesting. All right. Um, you, you know, I was going to do some apology letters later um, to, to players. Um, one of the people on my list is Trey Turner. 
But now he's hurt, so I don't know. Do I need to still apologize or not? Um, yeah, you, you should. I think you should, you should apologize. What about you? Yeah, do you, you want to write one to Kendall Fuller? Or do you just want to do it verbally right now? I mean, you were yeah, pretty harsh on Kendall. Yeah, yeah, I was. And I, you know, sometimes when you're in the DB uh, room, we harsh on each other. And I think some some people take it and go the opposite direction and get mad. And some people take it as I mean, good criticism, and they can go on and build from it. And Kendall Fuller has done that the last two games. He stepped up and been the guy. And I don't think it had nothing to do with me. I think. It had everything to do with St. Juice. Sometimes when the other guy across from you balling, it make you wake. It make you wake up and want to make plays yourself. So hey, hey, I apologize. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Wow, there you go. There you go. Very hey, very good. Friend. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, hey, you yeah. still you still watch a lot of Prime Video these days? Oh uh, yeah, I'm still all over the place. You know, I'm, I'm gonna get my shows in. Why? Wow, what's going on? No, I was just asking if you're watching a lot of Prime Video because you told me a few weeks ago you were watching Prime Video of all things. No, 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 not not really, man. I did. <laughs> you're not doing you know, that. You, you know, I'm here to the end, brother. Oh. You ain't got to worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm here to the end. Uh, I've been you know, I've been watching some Prime Video and listening to Jay Z in my free time. If anybody wants to know, if anybody wants to know, Scott Jackson does it in his free time. I watch Prime Video. I love Thursday Night Football, and I love Jay-Z. But anyway. Hey, 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 that's the thing you do when you're a company man. That's the thing you do right there when you're a company man. And, and one uh, Jackson is a company man. Bro. All right. All right, man. Hey, good talking to you. I'll see you Sunday. See if you can, you know, next time you want to steal any more of my stuff, just let me know. I'll be sure to say it. Hey, man. Hey, hey, listen, listen. It's about time you tell the people the truth. And one day you will. You know, my daughter, my, my dad is a preacher. He'll pray for you. Listen, there's a YouTube version there's a youtube you can go check it out of this anyway all right buddy left hand up left, left hand, hand up. up either way it works all right thank you talk to you later right. bye-bye all right fred smooth is here on the team 980 oh dear lord streaming live in the free odyssey app he literally just ripped me off and then told me he ripped me off to my face without telling me he was ripping me off oh it's so funny because i said it to him on sunday I go yeah and he got it with the left hand and we were cracking up about it like a bunch of teenagers but anyway Oh, that's funny. All right. Had some great tweets. We'll get to uh, – we'll get back to some phone calls as well at 301-230-0980. Uh, see a lot of people want to jump on board as well. We can do that with you. But, yes, if you are – you know, look, they've had this run here, and there's some people that have um, really stepped up that I didn't think could step up, you know, because they weren't showing it. Like, they were playing poorly, and – I would I would put who I just mentioned with Fred, you know, Trey Turner, who, although he may not play this week, it doesn't look like now because he's not practicing today and he had those injuries on Sunday. I put him right up there, and Kendall Fuller's another one. That's a really good uh, point as well. So he's been excellent uh, for this team. There's no doubt about it. I mean, those guys have stepped up when they needed it the most. So, you know, that's part of it. When you turn a season around, I mean, it's, you know, these guys have to play better and get better. And certainly they have had a few guys do that. And as a unit, the defense has been much better. I mean, there was some good individual stuff going on early, but as a group, there were still some breakdowns. And this past weekend, you know, they had some breakdowns as well with the running with the run defense. And we'll see if they can get that corrected before they see Saquon Barkley on Sunday. Let's hope they can. And Daniel Jones. All right. Well, here, uh, Ron Rivera is speaking today, so we'll play some of that coming up in the next hour. As well. All right, it's Burgundy and Gold today. If you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get to you next. 301-230-0980. We're talking about whether or not, you know, and apparently a lot of you think you can't have this thought, but they can get more out of the quarterback position uh, and quarterback play, uh, but you also can do that without, you know, getting Carson Wentz in the field. 
It's not, you know, it's not crazy to think that. And uh, that Taylor can play better, and he should play better. And you can feel that and not feel like you want to play Wentz and not somehow be you know, considered unfair for saying that because it's true. Your quarterback has to play better. We'll get to those calls coming up next, uh, plus the tweets at Jackson Sports. It is Burgundy Gold today, Team 980 streaming live in the free Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Thanks, Fred Smoot, for uh, joining us. Get back to the calls here in a minute. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. I mentioned this Ryan Clark thing to Fred earlier. I, I heard it or saw it yesterday. Heard and saw, right? I saw it on Twitter and then I listened to it. But anyway, here was uh, Ryan Clark. He was at the Commanders game. I did see him briefly on a Sunday. He was um, there for uh, the Sean Taylor ceremony. And uh, here's what uh, our guy Ryan Clark had to say on ESPN about the Commanders and the way they're playing these days and about the stadium. 
know what normally happens, though, when a team can stop the run? You can normally look at the other side of the football, and they run the football well, right? Because every day you're in practice. And Complimentary. That's what's, being, that's what's being preached in the building, mm -hmm. though, right? And in training camp, they're saying, hey, look, on offense, we're going to run the football, and we're going to practice that every day. So now defensively, you got to bowl your neck yeah. every practice because you're taking on double teams. Guys getting to the second level, and it's getting physical. Well, what's happened is now that Brian Robinson has kind of emerged, mm. yeah, and he's added just a different level of physicality yeah. to the run game, it's changed the entire energy of the team. This mm. team now has an identity. Yeah. They're going to come out. They're going to play tough, physical football on both sides of the line of scrimmage. You got a quarterback who, just going to be honest, sign me up to play any day as a secondary. <laughs> but when you look at him on this team, yeah. he gives the energy. And it, I was in the stadium this weekend uh, for Sean Taylor's um, installation. Shout mm -hmm. out to my brother, man. Miss you much. And the energy – in that stadium, it's like college, mm. right? It's yeah. almost a collegiate really? feel. Yeah. There, there, there's a feel of, like, that's our people. Mm -hmm. There's a connection. I think it's because of the quarterback, yeah. but I also think it's because now they know they have an identity, identity as a team. There you go. Now, I hate to break it to Ryan. I don't think we're going to get that, you know, when the Giants are here and when the Browns are here and the Cowboys are here, but maybe I'll be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But, yeah, I mean, there's been a couple games this year. That one, uh, the Titans, the Jags, well, the, the teams that are, like, in the South that don't have great followings, right? I mean, those are the teams. They're not well-followed. Although, I did hear some cooing, by the way. There was a lot of coo for the kicker for the uh, Falcons. So, there were some of them Dirty Bird fans there. However, yeah, I mean, this was maybe the last chance they had to really have a home field feel. And it was the smallest crowd, I believe, on hand of the season. But it was an impactful home crowd. I thought it was an excellent home crowd. But you did hear the little part, a little dig, if you will. I don't know if it's a dig. It's just he's keeping it real. I mean, he's an analyst. He's a player. Yeah, I mean, this guy, you know, if you're a DB, you're going to get your chances. And that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. And uh, it was, you know, but he likes the formula. He, and, again, you, you have to, you know, you live with some of the bad because there's more good there. And he's the best option. And it's not. Again, like they have a great option to go back to a guy who wasn't particularly good here before um, in Wentz. But, you know, what Ron Rivera thinks is what's going to carry the day eventually and, and how they ch handle that. And we'll hear what he had to say today about the progress of where they feel like Carson Wentz is going into this week. Is he the two? You know, once he gets to be the two, you know, then you got to think, okay, this could happen at some point. But you're in a playoff push. And would you rather have a guy come into a game that's actually played in an NFL game or a guy pl playing for the very first time as your backup? So I understand why you'd rather have the guy who's actually played in a real NFL game and been in a real NFL huddle in a real moment do that. So that does make some sense, even if you don't buy into him being the long-term solution. All right, where are we at next? Let's get to uh, some calls here. We'll go to uh, Brett in Fairfax. What's happening, Brett? Brett, you with us? Oh, yo, what's up? Uh yeah, love the show, by the way. Thank you, sir. Um, do you think Heineke is fast, and should we do more designed runs like the Eagles did Monday? I mean, they were trying to stop it, and he still ran all over them. I think he's got good speed. I, I, would, I don't know if I'd call him fast. He, the, the problem is he's not Jalen Hurts big, you know what I mean, in terms of taking the pounding. Uh, he's not, obviously, that speed as well. And, you know, watching, watching field, you know, watching what Mariota did this week at the stadium, I, I don't feel that, like, Taylor's very good with the, the zone read stuff either. I don't, I don't know if he makes the, the right mm -hmm. decisions with that. It's not something he ran in college. I've talked about this a lot. He played under the shotgun. They played spread. He would scramble. 
I also feel like some teams have become more aware of what he wants to do. They took away all the bootlegs this week, and the Falcons mm-hmm. did. Three four defense usually does anyway if you're disciplined. So they did a really good job on him for starters. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to see more running. I, I don't really understand why it's not there. To be honest with you, is it again just because of the defense? Are they concerned about durability? Um, you know, what is it? Why is there not more use of his athleticism? I mean, certainly it's more athleticism than, than Carson does, you know, but they, they haven't really done that. So I think that has been kind of strange to me. And maybe those passing lanes or those rushing lanes, excuse me, have not been open for him. Maybe that's the bottom line. I think his athleticism saved them on a couple sacks, uh, certainly Sunday. His uh, ability to scramble, he made a play on a third down where he bought himself some time through downfield. Almost at a touchdown pass to Terry, just missed him, was high um, on another. And then did that weird thing where he scrambled and threw the flip pass that should have been a fumble. <laughs> Which, you know, that, you know, that was like, what, what, serious? What are you doing? And then the next play, they did another flip pass and almost got Antonio Gibson put in the hospital. Um, that wasn't great either. But anyway. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think he's ever going to be the runner that Hertz is or Daniel Jones or some of these – Lamar Jackson, obviously, or, these, or even Josh Allen, just because of the size and uh, the way they run it. I don't think – again, I don't think he's comfortable um, or does not understand the principles of it. And, and maybe Scott Turner's not good at teaching it too, which is the other thing, right? Maybe they're not good at teaching it. But I know Ron's been around it because obviously he did it with Cam, and he was great at it, one of the best. All right, let's get to Jay and Frederick. Jay, what's happening? Yeah, so there was an interesting stat on the sh- on one of the shows earlier this morning. It was basically like when Carson was in there early in the season, they were throwing the ball like 37, 40 times a game, and now they're only throwing like 26. Correct. And so they went from throwing fourth most in the league, we weren't very successful, to 26th most in the league. So Carson didn't uh, – look, I didn't think we should sign a guy like Carson for $28 million or whatever. Right. Um, but he can make level two throws – and level three throws that, that this kid can't make. Right. And the problem is, it's like, you know, because cause my brother-in-law, he's, he's Team Heineke, and look, I think Heineke's a guy, I'd buy him a beer, I'd love to sit and talk with him, he seems like an awesome dude. The problem is, is that our wide receiver core is so talented, like, if we had a guy like Tua, we'd be killing it. We'd probably be 9-1 or something, because Heineke just isn't accurate either on timing balls. Like, he'll put it – it'll be a catch, but our receiver will have to slow down and catch it off his back hip. He never throws it right out in front to his hands where he never has to break stride. Like, a lot of those little things on just the little easy balls he doesn't do, and then he doesn't have the ability to take the shots and the pocket shots downfield because he just can't put it in the windows. Like, I mean, I know it's a college quarterback, but you watch Caleb Williams – and he'll throw a ball downfield that only his guy can get to. And he does it because he has the accuracy and he has the arm strength to do it. Taylor Heineke doesn't have that. He's never going to have that. Um, the problem, I think, with Taylor Heineke is that he's averaging about an interception a game. Um, and maybe that would have been fine back in 1985. But in 2022, that's not acceptable anymore. And he is probably his best skill and I don't know what this is, he's got some voodoo magic where, you know, like, look, he wins a game because he takes a kneel down and the guy hits him because he's an idiot. Like, this stuff doesn't happen to other dudes. 
And so I think Ron's working with Mojo, yeah. and it does seem like the defense loves him. And no, I don't I mean, know how they much. They do. I mean, and, you know, but I mean, you also have to say to yourself, too, the other guy wasn't accurate at all either. I mean, that's why we learned the word catch radius this offseason when they brought him in. They, they brought in six, oh, yeah. seven tight ends because this dude overthrows everybody. So, I mean, keep that in mind, yeah. too. And by the way, he threw six picks. He actually threw more picks than Taylor did, Carson, um, and with the 23 sacks. You know. to him, but, yeah. you know, it's just one of these things where it's like they didn't operate in the same offenses at all. You know? No, they so. didn't, and, and they can't. I mean, because, again, Carson can't buy himself any time, uh, which is part of the yeah. problem. You can play – listen, you can definitely play a more run-heavy run heavy system, uh, but your offensive line, I mean – Teams aren't going to be scared of your quarterback beating you with his legs, which I think there's still a little bit of that with Taylor. I think there's still a little bit of that at times. But as time goes on, if he doesn't keep it every once in a while, there's not going to be because uh, he hasn't really shown his yeah. athleticism here recently. All right, thanks for the call, man. Listen, I don't think there's a long-term solution right now. Neither I don't think either one of them is the long-term, like beyond this season. But in terms of this year, just to make this clear, to make this crystal clear, you got to keep playing four. You, you don't screw around with 11, okay? But – this this will be telling this week, to me at least, I think it's telling, when you get him in the position, number 11, that is Carson Wentz, the position of one play away as the backup, that, that signals to me that um, there's some people inside that building, which is all that matters. I mean, we can all just sit here and bitch and moan what we want. doesn't matter. It's that they think that there is um, a, a, a need for it or a potential need for it, or they want to have it at least at their disposal if they feel like there's a game where they need it. And who knows? It might just be a one-game deal, right? Like, they're down and they're, and they're not doing anything. You know, you throw them out there because you got to throw the ball more because you're losing. And then next week you reevaluate it. You know, just look at it that way. Because it is every week is must win. Every week you got to take it that way. Oh, they're not going to win them all. Maybe you will. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? You didn't think they were ever going to win again. Now you're like, ah, how can they lose? Yeah, well, they could very easily lose this weekend to the Giants. We've seen some really stupid losses to the Giants in the past. It's always possible. All right, if you're on the line hanging there, we'll get to you coming up. We'll also hear from Ron Rivera about 2 o'clock. He's wrapping up here in a bit. 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy Gold today. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Burgundy Gold today, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We'll hear uh, Ron Rivera wrapped up a little while ago on the uh, podium at Commander's after Commander's practice, we'll hear from him. Uh, we will hear from you on the phone lines right now at uh, 301-230-0980. All right, uh, Bob and Rockville's been waiting. What's happening, Bob? Bob, you with us? Hey, guys. Hey, man. Yeah, great show today. Thank you, sir. Hey, listen, what it is is 
is still patience mm-hmm. with everybody. The line's finally healthy. They're hitting the right guys. They're not knocking them all down. Cosby's right tackle is an answer for the run. You know, with the blocking tight ends, they can still run the ball. Look at the Giants. They're running the ball, patiently do it. Yeah, their quarterback's running the ball more than he's throwing it downfield. Stay with Heineke. He's the man till now. Knows the offense. When he knows the offense is least right. Not seeing the other two quarterbacks down. But the other how is an answer if Heineke fails. The other kid just doesn't have it. He doesn't fit this offense. Defense, off the chart, guys. Special teams, off the chart. Don't play Chase Young in New York. Give him another bye week, private home. That's all I got to say, guys. That's what it is. All right. Have faith. Thanks, Bob. I like the the bullet points. No, I mean, listen, you're right on – I feel the same thing about Chase Young. We'll see what they end up saying, but I, I don't see any reason to roll him out in New York. Um, and that's, by the way, that's going to be, like, pass rush-wise, they're going to be very disciplined with this guy in particular. And we know that was one of the issues with Chase last year, right, before the injury. So let's uh, let's be honest about that, too, here. And these guys have been playing together in concert, if you will, uh, having each other's back, you know, playing it very um, sound in terms of doing their job, doing their assignment, assignment sound, and... You know, that's one thing he's really going to have to be aware of when he gets back because they can't have those breakdowns, you know, when when they have been pretty damn good at uh, at playing, you know, sound that in that area over these last several weeks during this run. All right, let's grab uh, Stephen Bowie. What's happening, Steve? Stevie, what's Hey, good wet afternoon to you. Um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, a lot of a lot of callers, compare arm strength from Carson to Heineke. And it's not really about arm strength. Wentz has the arm strength. Great. Sure. He has no uh, availability. He has no movement. He can't extend the play. Uh, when he drops back, he drops straight back. That's uh, Any uh, offensive lineman will tell you that's the worst you can do because it's a, it's a track meet straight back to him. You, you can't maneuver he doesn't maneuver enough to actually uh benefit the blockers um and it, it's and it's and there's a there's a, a a moment where tyler you you can't tell what he's going to do it's like a poor man's mahomes i mean he's trying to flip the ball out he's trying to throw it you know sidearm whatever and carson just drops straight back and you know it's it's a sack every freaking time and he can't get out of his own way so Unfortunately, you know, that's why you stay with Tyler because he can actually extend the game. You don't know. You have to account for him. And that's one thing. If, if you got Han, I mean, if you got uh, Carson in there, it's just going to be a jailbreak every snap. And, you know, you, you can't hold the ball for three seconds trying to wait for somebody to open up. Yeah, he didn't climb the pocket very well. Uh, I'll give you that. Remember the old days when he was before all the injuries in Philly, he could move and he broke out of tackles, broke out of sacks. I mean, he was ridiculous. He was like a superhero. But yeah, he's not. I mean, that's that's not who he is anymore. You're right. And, and Taylor, who I believe you're talking about, um, does do that for you. I, the the poor man Mahomes thing. Yeah, but he's got to get that out of his head. He's not. And that stuff, that flip pass. I mean, seriously, if you want to go back and look at that thing, I saw it again today. I'm still not sure it was the right call. <laughs> I mean, it was razor thin close to being a just an idiotic fumble. I mean, it really was. We just don't need that, you know. You, you don't need that 
at that point in the game. But yes, um, he cannot get out of his own way. That is so true. And in the the drifting, and he's like it almost seemed like his dropbacks were too long at times to where the tackles were setting up uh, as well, and that made it very difficult on them. And I felt I felt like that happened more than a few occasions in that Titans game, um, Eagles game. Some of the stuff in the Eagles game was just they just the interior just got caved. They were terrible. Same with the Dallas game too. Uh, terrible at stretches. I was get to uh, Channing Potomac. What's happening? Hey, Scott. Um, a few things about Heineke that I think everybody misses is what a gamer he is in that he does not let this defense get boat raced. You know, when, when, when the Atlanta and Philadelphia went right down the field on the first drive, what did Heineke do? He brought the team right back for a touchdown on a long drive and let the defense collect their breath. What, what did Wentz do when, when Detroit um, basically marched down the field to score a touchdown? He went three and out, and the defense got boat raced because they were so tired and, and basically didn't know what was going on and had no time to rest. And people talk about, like, Wentz being able to do this plan and not throw as much. The reason we threw so much on the Wentz was because we were always behind. And, and if you look at it, and a lot of people are combi- uh, comparing stats, you can't compare stats because Wentz got most of his stats in garbage time. While Heineke, if anything, he's leading and he doesn't want to make a mistake, and so he kind of throws the ball away so many times. Uh, people think Wentz can uh, do this game plan. He ha- he had this game plan in Indianapolis. He had arguably the best offensive line and the best running back, and they said and they were done with him after one year. And, and as to Heineke, you know, I, I really do believe he's overcoached, especially in the red zone. I think just like he was overcoached. Uh, last year, you know, basically this coaching staff took the most courageous runner in the NFL and, and, and made them give up right before the goal line against Green Bay. I, I, I think we got to stop trying to hold him back uh, and, and tell him, like, you know, take a shot in the red zone instead of basically throwing every ball high and away um, to, to preserve the points. Uh, so I, I really don't understand why this fan base can't understand what's, what's really going on. And it's just like when, when he gave you that first game against Tampa, um, every Redskins fan or a Commanders fan was so pumped up and they were so excited because they thought, like, okay, well, next year, you know, we won't have the backup quarterback. We can get better quarterback play. Meanwhile, he played the best of any quarterback that whole weekend and everything else was crap. And yet we still don't give him any credit and we still think that there's something better out there. I, it, I just don't understand it. All right, thanks for the call. I mean, first of all, we talk all the time about time of possession. They're the number one time of possession team. I think everybody understands that. Um, nobody coached him into to giving up on the one-yard line. Give me a break. you, you got to stop coddling. This is absurd. I mean, there's such an extreme issue here. Like, you can be in between. Some of this stuff is his fault. <laughs> Again, he's got all the reps. He's got all the people around. The same crap I heard last offseason. Ah, not of weapons. You only got Terry. You only got Terry. Uh, well, yeah, you got Curtis freaking Samuel. You got John Dotson. You got a host of tight ends. You got two backs that are terrific at catching the football. And come on. I mean, enough. Enough. Please. Nothing's holding him back except him. Come on. He missed those throws. The one to Terry. Come on. You got to make it. The first one to Bates was too high. Come on. Worked with a throwing coach all offseason on this stuff. Give me a break. Stop it. Stop it. Yes, it's a better system than playing Carson Wentz. It's not – I don't think it's debatable. Some of you do. I don't. I'm with you on that chin. But come on. That To just blame everybody else? I mean, give me a freaking break, man. That's absurd. JYD, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey! How you doing, Scott? Good, buddy. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break this down. It's about three bullet points. You got it. Hey, 
to make it perfectly clear, we need to be, like Bones said, we need to be in the dumpster of quarterback business every year until uh, until we can get a guy. That's A. Mm-hmm. Number B, we, got, we need the number three. Number three means we got three games that we need to win. We either beat the Giants twice or however we do it. Oh, my God, the phone monster got him. The phone monster got him. Tell him to call back. Oh, my goodness. This thing, this phone system is incredible. Now, I will say this, Michael. You'll be happy to hear this um, because we always say all the technical problems are on this side of the building, which 90% of them are. Uh, but last night I was, on, I was on the varsity side, and they have this thing where the caller comes on. You know, like we have it sometimes, too, where they sound like they're in the witness protection program from, like, the FBI and hiding from the mafia. Yep. And um, it wouldn't go away. And, like, we kept trying over and over, and finally we had to move the person to the call-in line uh, because we couldn't shake it. It was really funny. So it made me feel a little good. So there is like one or two first world problems over there. Not really big ones, but a few, right? Like besides like people bringing them lunch every other day and, uh, you know, having all the things that don't break. Like the, the hold issue is not there. But anyway, so if, J- if he calls back, we'll certainly take him. Apologies, JYD. You, uh, you were right in the middle of it. You were nailing it. And then, boom, you got knocked off the line. I think he was going to say something about the um, – about the next two games, obviously against the Giants, and, and you need, and I'm with him. You need three games, right? You need three games to probably put yourself in pretty firm footing as far as getting into the playoffs. All right, let's let's go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Junkyard Dog. Go ahead, finish your point before you got cut off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I say, now every bookie, I'm guilty of it sometime myself. Okay. But everybody calls in now. It doesn't matter about what, what, how Connie can throw the ball or what the hell Wentz can do or what even what the hell Sam Howell can do. We need to win three games. Yes. That's what we need, three. You're right. Now, now the other thing, now, now as far as, you know, I think you just touched on it about how many, how many more damn weapons do we need? We got all we need right here in this room, as the coach wants it. People sitting on the bench now that can't get in. Yeah, you know. So, so, so now, basically, like I said, we need to go out there in the dumpster and see if we can get a quarterback every year until we can find a guy. And like I said, we we all we need to concentrate on is three games because it's going to come down to whoever's playing quarterback and the defense. That's all that matters. Amen, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Well done. Uh, and did a dumpster, if you will. Well, I mean, some people think we've already been in the dumpster, you know. But you're right. I mean, they're going to – listen, we can, we can talk about this till we're all blue in the face, whatever your agenda is here on who your you know, team whatever. They're going to go after another quarterback in the offseason. There's going to be a different quarterback room next year. Or maybe there's not going to be. <laughs> maybe they bring all three back. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can have a three-headed quarterback race. I, I don't know if there's ever been one that has worked well. Didn't Pittsburgh try that this year? Wasn't it supposed to be like three people involved, right? It was obviously Pickett, who they eventually got to Trubisky, and is that Mason Rudolph clown still playing Pittsburgh? So they started with a three-headed quarterback race. It's just hard because you're wasting all the snaps on all these other guys. I mean, I listen. There is no question, 
a part of me, and I'm not lying about this, there is a part of me that is very curious about Sam Howell. And I'd love to know what they really think about him for next season. Not for this season, but for next season. I'm very curious to know. Because, I, I mean, I think you have an opportunity to get into a playoff race in a playoff in a, in a playoff to make it to it in the NFC that is not full of scary teams. It's really not. You know, maybe Fred's right. Maybe it is for the 49ers. We'll find out in a couple of weeks how scary they are with this team. But in terms of matchup, I think this team knows if they play to their formula, their formula this season, and that includes number four under center, that they can play and beat the likes of Minnesota and also imagine uh, they could do the um, – they could also do that with uh, with the with this Philadelphia Eagles again. Although I will say if we're all being completely honest with ourselves, completely honest with ourselves, talking about that Eagles game, if we go back, beyond the face mask that wasn't called, there were a few other things in that game that I think we all need to talk about a little bit more that we don't talk about, which is, you know, A.J. Brown left that game with an injury, right? And he came back and he was still hurt and he was not good, you know? Uh, he was not good uh, throughout that game. He was not him, his typical A.J. Brown self. So... Let's be honest about that, too. That was a bit of a break uh, there. Um, Jordan Davis was not playing. He has now been activated to the you know 21-day window. So, I mean, there is another level for Philadelphia uh, at some point. And, yes, their quarterback, you know, it's funny to hear people say he was so bad that night. I mean, I do remember he hit a wide-open receiver who then got, you know, stripped from behind on a big play that would have put them in Washington territory. So, again – Let's remember that, too. Let's be honest about it. But, no, is this team fearful? Are they confident? Yes, they could go up there and feel like they could win in Philly. Have teams gone into Philly and won in the playoffs? Yeah, you're damn right they have. We all know it. They used to be the worst team in the postseason, as a matter of fact, at home for, for a very long stretch. Recently, not so much. They've been a lot better there. So, anyway, but let's be honest with ourselves. If we're going to have these conversations and everybody gets their feelings hurt about, you know, whoever your favorite quarterback is, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not – Going to get caught up in it. it. Right now, I know who the best guy is, and it doesn't mean he is for after this year. That's fine. I'm not going back to 11. I don't want to see it. I'm not interested in it. No thank you. No thank you. No thank you. Uh, but you can also say things can be better. That's okay. To buy into the system they're in now, that's fine. But, but there can be better play there. And there's probably going to have to be at some point or another. They're not going to always be leading. They're always going to be – Smooth sailing. It's not always going to be that easy. There's going to be games where you're going to have to fight from behind. And they're going to have to be better. And they got weapons for it. They really do. They really do. As the guy once said, we got everything we need right here. All right, how many more minutes we got here, Michael, before we need to get out? Do we have to get out here, or we still got a few more minutes? No, we can take a couple calls. Oh, let's grab a few more calls. All right, 301-230-0980. Am I in the order of the lines that they appear on? Is that correct? Yes. All right, let's go uh, New York. New York. Pfft, hello. North Carolina. Sabah, what's happening? Hey, guys. What's going on, Scott? Hey, hey. congrats again about the um, uh, your little uh, football uh, thing. That was really nice. I was listening to it, like I told you. Thank you. I was you. at my girls' basketball game. I was listening. It was, uh, it was very fun. nice. So, uh, good it job fun. there. It was fun. And uh, I'm on the way to another game now, and I'm just checking out all the conversation. And, um, and I was saying, uh, everybody's worried about what Heineke's not doing. Um He's running the plays that the coaches are calling, okay? And when you look at the film study, Logan Paulson did it early this morning. I was listening to it. He said he actually played better than I thought he did. Because just on the eye contact, on the eye test, you're like, oh, my God, he doesn't throw the ball. Well, he's not really asked to. 
And if you look at the league, you know, uh, me and my husband actually talked about this, and then Ron actually confirmed that what we were thinking. And um, if you look around the league, uh, it's a passing league, right? It was. And so what did everybody do? They got the defensive linemen, really athletic guys, to stop these passing plays. So what do what do you do? You get these big, um, fat offensive linemen that are athletic, and what do they do best is run blocks because – Parsons doesn't know how to tackle a guy on a run, but Parsons can certainly attack a quarterback in the passing game. So I think what's going on is teams may be in the future not investing big money, $50 million, in these quarterbacks because you can't use their passing ability like you think you can until you fix the athleticism of the offensive linemen because they're not very athletic. We can't even run a screen. These athletic defensive linemen go right by them, and it blows it up. So why waste all that money? Well, on a big-time quarterback when you just need a Buick. You don't need a Ferrari. Just get the Buick back there, pay everybody else around them, get the offensive line big, and play nasty and throw on play action. And that's what Taylor's made for. So that's my take on it. I don't think anybody should worry about how many times he's passing the ball. Yeah, I don't just think I'm worried about how many times he's passing the ball. I just wanted to be more effective with it. Don't do the, you know, again, hit the guys that are open. Don't throw into four people. Don't flip the ball when you're getting hit and leave it up to the interpretation of the official, whether that's a forward pass or a fumble. I mean, that, those are the things that you got to see go away. That That's what it is um, that worries you moving forward. But again, that doesn't mean he can't be the guy for this year because he is the guy for this year until then it's the offseason that you got to think about upgrading. You do. You do. And look, the other reason, and I understand all these things that have been said, we've talked about it a ton, the running numbers are up, passing numbers down. There's just not enough good quarterbacks. And this team's in that boat. They are. And don't ever fool yourself into thinking otherwise. And they think that too. And they'll they'll probably signal that this offseason once again. They're not comfortable completely with what they're doing. There is another level. They didn't draft a wide receiver in the first round, pay Terry, uh, you know, do the things they did you know, to, to not want to throw the ball better because they do. There is another level to this, and we're not even close to it at this point. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We'll hear from Ron Rivera on the other side. Your calls as well if you're on the line hanging there, 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy Gold today. Team 98 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.